Joining us now to talk cricket is Hamish Rutherford. Morning, Ruds. How you doing? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, how confident were you that the Black Caps could get the W last night after the first innings? <laughs> yeah, I think probably like probably most of the country, they're probably all excited about it. But um, some finish, wasn't it? Um, unbelievable. Yeah, it was a hell of a finish. I thought we'd done enough there, Rudd, seeing, uh, yeah. to get the job done, mate. Um, the, what, what can you pin it, pin down? What were the moments where, you, where we just got away, uh, we let it get away from us? Uh, yeah, it can, I mean, it can sometimes happen. Obviously, you look at that um, Australian batting order, and it's, I mean, the guy short was still to come, so they've, you know, they've stacked it up yeah. and sort of almost thrown away that, that fifth bowling option, um, a, a proper guy, and just sort of mixing their overs there with Marsh and uh, Maxwell. Um, and it paid dividends last night. I mean, Short wasn't even seen at the bowl, uh, batting crease. And mm. They just got so much power there at the, at the back end. Um, I think, for me, yeah, I mean, Tim Southey looks a little bit uncharacteristic off, off on the day. Um, I thought he then mm. came back and nearly closed it out there at the back, but unfortunately that bat of... Um, What's his name? David just seems to be on another level because I don't think he got any of those sixes by the looks of it. And one went ninety-eight meters. <laughs> I know, mate. The way like there was one that went probably oh, I'd say a meter and a half off off the ground, and it hit the boundary rope yeah, on that the fly. One. Yeah. I was thinking, how the hell did that happen? So, uh, Rudd, if 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 you, from a bowling point of view, the bowling plan. I thought was a bit wayward. Like, I think we didn't really understand what we were trying to do. You saw us trying to uh, bowl a bit wide of the crease, you know, hugging that wide ball area, and then we were trying to put it in the slot in the Yorker. Was that pressure, or was that part of the plan? Uh, I mean, look, oh, yeah, it's hard to know exactly what's going on in the field, but watching, just watching the game, you can kind of see there's, there's a new, uh, I'm not saying it's a theory, but the new sort of bowling method is, you give yourself that wide line, a wide Yorker, or a slow, wide, um, slower ball, which which most players are, are, are tending to line up sort of straight long on to cow, aren't they? It's a nice posse to hit. Um, so it's kind of trying to take the ball away from that. Um, so I guess that there looks like the method, and I think the way they set the field, it allows you to bowl that straight Yorker as well. And I think it was said on commentary last night that almost the straight Yorker has gone out of fashion nowadays, and you know, when bolted, it's still with a very good delivery. Um, so, I mean, watching it looked like that was kind of the plan. Potentially, you know, you can sit and say the execution might not have quite have been there on the day. Was it pressure? You know, you don't really know. Um, you know, it looked like some atmosphere and obviously a big, big series. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of excitement, not only on this phone call, but um, probably around the country for the series. And I'm sure the players are feeling that way too. Yeah, oh, and what did you make um, of some of the decisions? Because I don't think you can fault the batting approach too much, but I, I mean, we scored a lot of runs. But uh, with the ball, particularly after the, bat, the first three or four overs, we looked to lose some direction. Um, uh, we've got a text through here actually from Andy saying, uh, I could be wrong, uh, but Milne bowled a beautiful second over, got a wicket, and then they took him off as he had bowled two. Thought at the time it's quite a defensive move. Give him another one. He'd just got his rhythm. It was a key moment, and a captain like Brennan McCullum would have put the foot on the throat. What do you? What, what's your thoughts there on the way yeah. the bowlers were used? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's an interesting thought. I think yeah. Obviously, they had fr- fry, uh, five front line bowlers, and they only used those. They didn't go to Rutchen or 
um, GP even. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know if that was a tactical decision um, leading into the game or that's just the way the cards fell on the day. It's always tough, I think, giving a guy three overs up top in the top six. Um, you know, I think Milne's always used at the back as well, and I think you probably, um, you know, there's an argument you could have killed the game with another three, giving him three, and he maybe took another wicket. Um, but then I think you, you're most likely to leave Milne sort of near the back and, and, and bowl those deep overs. So that's certainly the way that I probably would have gone. Um, yeah, it's you know it's funny, isn't it? When you get a close game like that, you start picking things along the way, don't you? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, we're just trying to. It's, I struggled to get to sleep, hey, Michelle. I was uh, up to about one, I think it was. Just thinking about that, I, I I threw the remote on the ground as soon as he hit that four. From um from a batting point of view, it wasn't all bad, you know. Like you, you had Devon Conway who had been struggling as of late, find some form and mm-hmm. and look solid out there. So batting, you know, we'll, we'll put that in a plus and a positive. Yeah, Luke. I mean, geez, anytime you score two hundred, I think in in New Zealand and in twenty twenty um, international cricket specifically, they you know not often uh, hit. Um, so yeah, look, two not what was it two sixteen? That's yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a hell of a start. Um, and I'm sure, you know, certainly Devin um, back scoring some runs, he'll take a lot of confidence from that. Um, so I think they'll be, yeah, like I said, fizzed after, while it was a loss, I think they'll be taking a lot of confidence from it moving into Eden Park where, you know, as we all know, it's even shorter. So, yeah. um, you know, it could be a tough series <laughs> for a bowling could be, could be. What about uh, what, what about poor old uh, Josh Clarkson? Gets picked for his debut, doesn't bat, doesn't bowl. It's almost yeah. like he's one of those kids that's won a Black Caps experience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Thanks for Coming award, isn't it? Him and that guy Short both listed at seven and didn't even bat. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, like he, he, you know, from his point of view, you know, he got a wee taste of it there. Now he'll be even more excited to, to actually do something in the game. Yeah, I, I mean, you've been a you've been a young player in the uh, you, you batted at the top, so you're always going to be involved, though. But I guess where's yeah. where's his head at now? Because obviously they didn't he didn't get an opportunity to bat. That's that's just the way things happen. But didn't get thrown the ball at any point in time. Do you think that was a good mm. move by Mitch Santner or not? Just given the pressure of the situation. Yeah, not sure. I think you know certainly from his point of view, he'll just be um, chomping at the bit now. Um, I think. You know, he's had a wee taste of it. Um, I think the crowd at Eden Park is quite ruckus, um, mm. specifically against Australia. You know, they always complain about that, which is rich, um, considering <laughs> their crowds. But, um, yeah, I just think he'll be chomping at the bit. Um, he's kind of had a wee taste. While he hasn't been used, um, he's, you know, he's probably gone in there and maybe the nerves just settled and hopefully can come in and just play. Hamish, um, Lockie Ferguson last night, I thought he was outstanding with the ball, was yeah. bowling heat, was bowling good lines and lengths, uh, and probably um, you know disrupted a pretty formidable Australian um, batting, batting line-up. You've faced them before a couple of times. What did you yeah. see that was going so right for him? He looked good, didn't he? Um, he's he's mm. coming back from injury. I think he might have got in the, um, what was it, the 2020 final. We didn't end up playing in warm-ups, so... He's been short of, of, of game time, but, geez, he looked good. Um, quick. I think someone said that on the commentary there. Um, you know, the quickest they might have seen him bowl in a while. So, no, he looked very good. And then just the use of his, his change-ups. He's developed a wee knuckleball now, which is... Look, he bowls 150, doesn't he? And then he can bowl a knuckleball. It's not pleasant. Let's not hide away from it. Um, 
But yeah, he just, he just no, he, he he was unbelievable. Considering that you know they chased down two two twenty odd, um, and he went for what was it one for twenty three two twenty three yeah. Oh, it's just yeah, it's a it's a great comeback. So no, he'll be he'll be excited and you know going to a home place in in Auckland. Do you feel like he? Because we've had a bit of a debate on 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 the radio here, and we've had a few texts yeah. coming through that he potentially should be a part of a test team. What do you reckon? Oof. Yeah, I, 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 certainly in the last probably year or so, he's not that I know the ins and outs of it, but he's had a couple of niggly injuries, I would have thought, mm-hmm. so maybe that might be a little bridge too far. Um, I don't know where his head's at personally, obviously, yet a wee taste of it in Australia a few years ago. Um, I just think the the demands for a bowler, specifically a guy who bowls that quick in um, the longer formats, just... Yeah, it's it's very difficult. Um, four overs compared to, you know, you could be looking at thirty to forty in a in a five day game. So it's, it's just chalk and cheese, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bigger workload for sure. Um, so that has come into it. Yeah. Hey, uh, on that, we've had there's been a lot of discussion about the Test squad. Um, mm. Now, Jacob Duffy and Blair Tickner were both brought in as cover in the South African series in the extended squad. Yet neither of mm. them have been named in this squad when we've got injuries. But someone like Scott Kugeline has, who, as far as I'm aware, hasn't really got much going on in the way of form at the moment. What did you make of that, uh, particularly your old mate Jacob Duffy, you played so much cricket with? Yeah, I mean, J- Jake sort of seems to, you sort of wonder what he's done wrong in a way, really. He sort of ticks all the right boxes, continues to take wickets at domestic level probably each year, um, but just quite, hasn't quite happened for him. I mean, maybe that's just going to be his story. Hopefully not. Hopefully he gets a a crack at some point and can and can show, I suppose, New Zealand, you know, the sort of bowler he is. Um, yeah, the Kugeline selection sort of threw me a little bit. Um, I'm not too sure, mm. yeah, the thinking behind that. Maybe it's the, I mean, uh, Kyle is sort of the batter, so he bats a little bit, you know, obviously bowls really nicely. Maybe they think Scott sort of fills that gap. Um yeah, I'm not too sure. They maybe they thought that they want someone with a little bit extra pace, um, but I suppose Willow Rook sort of looked like he provides that um, now. So yeah, I'm not too sure the the, the thinking behind that. Um, definitely through me. Hey Rudd, well, last time we spoke, um, you you were just about to retire. You're now retired, mate. Oh. What are you up to? Oh, it's great, isn't it? Jeez, just walking <laughs> around in my bare feet. <laughs> nah, just, nah, just been doing family time, mate. Um, but but around the house, we're um we're in the process of building a house, so just tightening up our house here. And I'm actually flying up on Saturday for a um, debut on the old commentary team, so I'm Ooh. doing the final. Um, so it'll be a new experience. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, mate, just chilling out. Obviously, I'm yes. pretty excited about this Australian series, so I'll be watching that, no doubt. And what went wrong yesterday? <laughs> No one has the answers. Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about your your, your Otago vaults, mate. They go with the Auckland Aces. Sorry, I had to bring it up. No, just, but Luke George, no, no, mate, right. he was pretty impressive. No, he was. Look, look, what a what are we finished to the campaign? A um, couple of fifers and a hundred. Um, unbelievable. Um, you know, I wonder if Wellington sent him a text after that. Um, <laughs> what was what was I going to say? No, look, it's, yeah, just. I don't know. I need to sort of look at the scorecards. So I don't want to be too critical on them, but yeah, just mm. it looked like they might have. They sort of limped their way to a 
you know, competitive score in a in a semi um, without really sort of, I guess, landing a punch. And you know, they're in a fantastic position to really launch and score a big total. So, not having known what the wicket was like or anything like that, um, just sort of looked like they sort of limped their way to two seventy. And you know, obviously, look, Martin Gupter, we all know how good he is. Um, and then, yeah, delivers in a semi final, which good experienced cricketers should do so you know you throw in Robbie's performance as well and yeah they looked very strong yeah they did look very strong so when you say you're coming up for the commentary on Saturday is that when you're coming up to Canterbury for the uh, Ford Trophy final or coming up to Auckland for the third T20 nah 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 not that Christchurch what is it Canterbury Auckland in a final Mm. I mean I don't know how I'm going to call that but anyway (laughs) (laughs) hey mate just before we let you go uh, Eden Park, you've played there a few times. You've captained there, I'm sure. Yep. How do you defend the 40-metre boundary? You just don't, do you? You try and bowl into the pitch. Um, yeah, I think you'll probably see a lot. You know, we'll probably be back on here talking about why no one bowled um, straight Yorker. Um, I would have thought they'll be bowling slow into the wicket and that sort of stuff. I mean, the square boundaries themselves are, are short enough. I think what Eden Park has that other grounds don't has, it actually has like sort of that tennis ball bounce um, which isn't as true as what you might expect. So I think that's what it, it's saving grace is. Um, and if you don't, as a batter, um, adjust to that quickly, um, that's what gets you in trouble. So I think New Zealanders obviously will know that. I mean, most of those Australians have played there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting, isn't it? It's all sort of set up from what looks like to be a very good series. Yeah, indeed. All right, Hamish, thanks very much for coming on uh, with us this morning, right. mate. Great to hear from you. Good Cheers, luck right. with the commentary debut. Uh, could, Thanks, mate. Yeah, Back to bed, brother. Could be a star in the making. <laughs> Loving it. All right. We had, we had him here first. Good stuff, Rudds. Go well. Cheers, guys. Uh, you're listening to SENZ Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. I reckon he'll go good in the com box, is he? Yeah, I think he'll be going great. He'll go great. And, you know, when you step out away from the game, um, you know, I, I know personally it's it's difficult to transition out and have an opinion, having a voice, but um, I think he'd be he'd be great. He's been in the game. He understands the the detail like that detail on the Eden Park surface mm-hmm. is is great. Like understanding because I, I'm I think it was the World Cup when we played Australia in the ODI World Cup in in Auckland and people were excited, but I think it was a low scoring game. We actually just limped over Australia. Um, so yes, the boundaries excite a lot excite many, but it's probably not a, well. It's not as easy as as many think particularly with that detail of a tennis ball-type bounce from the pitch, can kind of catch a few of them out. So, yeah, loved it.